And I remember as newlyweds, I know that it can be awkward bringing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. There are so many things that you're, like, trying to tiptoe around each other. Mm -hmm. But I just remember that I made a decision. I was like, no, I'm going to be outspoken about this. And if he doesn't bring it up, then I'm going to bring it up. And we're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because it really, it can get really awkward. And then just like you're saying, I heard all these stories about where specifically women did not know what was going on in their families financially and then different bad things came out of that and I was like no 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 and also another reason when my husband and I got married I was not a citizen I was a citizen of a different country and I was like I gotta figure this out I gotta figure out how to live in this country Mm -hmm. and it's completely different yeah (laughs) yeah Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title mother and the many things that bring joy into her life. I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to season three of She Has a Name Too. This season is packed with inspirational stories of women just like you and I. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to She Has a Name Too. I am so excited to be here. I'm actually here in person with my guest today. Her name is Galia and I just met her a couple months ago and we've become fast friends here in Memphis. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on and um, and I love your enthusiasm about like wanting to be on. I'm really, really grateful for that. Oh, so Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so my first question for you, and this is a question that I've been asking since the very beginning, it is, who are you when you aren't being called mom? Um, let's see, I am, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was that I'm Ukrainian. <laughs> um, I mean, I never stopped being Ukrainian, whether I'm a, I'm a mom or not, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have very strong ties to my country and my heritage, even though I live in the States. Um, I am a citizen, you know, of of the U.S., but I'm still Ukrainian. I am a friend. I am a pharmacy technician, and also I'm a student because I'm taking some classes online. Um, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a wife. Oh, geez, yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that one guy that I share a bed with. Yeah. Wow. Oof. (laughs) But yeah. Awesome. So you're really busy right now, right? I am. The last couple months have been, yep, (laughs) busy. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about this a little bit. So for the audience's sake, we hang out a lot. Um, So we've been talking a lot about this show behind the scenes and this topic behind the scenes. And we were talking about like just how you feel about going back to work. Do you want to share your feelings about going back to work or, um, and doing school? My feelings. Um, well, it is very good for my mental health and for my emotional health. It has been very good. I am not working full time. I would not be able to handle that. I'm only working a couple times a week and uh, I'm also taking only three classes this semester. And I say only, but honestly, it 
sometimes I think to myself, why did I decide that I can do all of this at once? Mm-hmm. Luckily, my husband's very supportive. And not only that, my dad came over to help us out with our child while I'm doing all these things. So really, everybody in my family wants me to do this and they want me to succeed and they understand. But um, yeah, sometimes it kind of feels like, oh man, maybe I should have just taking it way easier and not done this but but then I remember that I I really enjoy it I mean I enjoy going to work and talking to people and getting to know them and then I enjoy studying and my thing is that it makes me excited thinking that oh at some point I will I will be able to work and make money that will be actually like a decent amount that I will be contributing that honestly just makes me really excited for well for I think for two years once we had our baby um I didn't work and I did not like not making money like I like having my own money Yeah, I feel that, like, you know, maybe in your budget, I mean, we were talking the other night about $10, like, maybe you've budgeted out $10, for us it's $20, and when we were students it was zero (laughs) dollars, you know, maybe you budget out, like, oh, this is my spending money that I don't have to ask about, however much it is, Um, for some of you it might be $1,000, and that would be awesome but you know you budget out your spending money but it's it kind of feels different when you're the one bringing it in like I said my husband is a very supportive person wonderful guy and um but still uh I don't know still I myself I felt not comfortable having to oh ask him for hey I'm gonna need to buy some pants or Mm -hmm. some shirts or shoes or this or that and he would always support it but I don't know (laughs) Uh, that's just me I guess well I mean I have times when I feel guilty about like well I need a new pair of leggings or I need right like a new shirt or whatever and because my husband forever ago bought really high quality shirts and yeah like you know he never needs new shirts ever right Right. but for whatever reason I don't know how my shirts wear and tear more than his but for whatever reason I feel like I'm always buying new clothes and not just because I want them but because my clothes wear out like Mm -hmm. they're actually ratty you know or they're disgusting because they've had baby puke on them for weeks right and so I kind of like, I kind of feel bad when I have to buy new clothes and I... And he doesn't. And he doesn't, but he's the one mm -hmm. making all the money and working all day to buy me clothes. And so I think, I think it's a pretty common feeling that, um, like stay at home moms in particular have about the finances. Yes. So actually, okay. One of the reasons why even though like I've said this so many times, but my husband is a wonderful person. But I have this example of 
a family member. Her situation in her marriage uh, was very different when they got married. She married a person who was already established and had a job, a house, literally everything, you know, cars, all these things. My husband and I, we are acquiring everything as we are growing together. Mm-hmm. So that makes a big difference. And so this member of my family, I know that it was, you know, there were a lot of issues because she came into this person's life who already had everything and she didn't have anything. She immediately became a stay-at-home mom. When it comes to finances, she felt awkward asking her husband, you know, exactly what was going on in the in the family and he was always taking care of it, everything financially. Her, her example basically for me when we decided to get married, I was like, I am doesn't matter if I'm a stay-at-home mom, doesn't matter if I'm working, doesn't matter if I'm being a mom and working, whatever the the situation might be, I am going to be on top of what's going on financially in our family and I'm going to know what's going what's going on just as much as my husband is going to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then they have worked out their whatever was going on the first couple of years of their marriage. You know, they they have figured everything out for themselves and they're happy and everything. But to me, that was, for some reason, very important that my husband and I are on the same page and we both know and we both budget together if we have to budget, if we, you know, whatever decisions we have to make, that we make them together. I mean, so you have a totally different example than I do in my own family, too, but I feel the same way, like the same consequence came out of it, that I want to be able to know exactly what's going on just as much as my husband does. And we sit down pretty frequently, sometimes several times a week and go through our budget and like re-examine, you know, where are we at? And, you know, do I, (laughs) and I mean, right now my husband almost never leaves the house. He doesn't buy very much. And so it's really like me who has to rein in the spending and, (laughs) you know, but it's like, it's knowing that and being on top of it um, together because um, in my family, what taught me this was I have a family member who um, the wife just spent money and the husband took care of making money and they never really communicated about both of them Mm -hmm. and it nearly brought them to bankruptcy. And so, and and then it almost broke up their marriage. So it's, I mean, it is so important for us to know, for both of us to know what is going on with the finances, whether we're stay-at-home moms or not, and just regardless of whatever our situation is, we need to be on the same page. Yes. And I remember as newlyweds, I know that it can be awkward bringing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There are so many things that you're like trying to tiptoe around each other. Mm -hmm. But I just remember that I made a decision. I was like, no, I'm going to be outspoken about this. And if he doesn't bring it up, then I'm going to bring it up. And we're going to talk about it. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like, because it really, it can get really awkward. And then just like you're saying, I heard all these stories about where specifically women did not know what was going on in their families financially and then different bad things came out of that and I was like no 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 and also another reason when my husband and I got married I was not a citizen 
I was a citizen of a different country and I was like, I got to figure this out. I got to figure out how to live in this country. Mm-hmm. And it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and luckily he was super encouraging. He was like driving a car. I didn't want to drive a car. And he was like, yeah, no, you have to drive a car here. <laughs> you have to learn. And he forced me, even though I was being pretty stubborn about it. And of course, I'm so thankful that he he told me, no, 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 girl, you're going to do it. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to yeah. get your driver's license and all these things. Just it's so easy, especially when you're not a citizen and your and your spouse is a citizen. It's so easy to fall into a, a an abusive situation. It's dangerous, really, if you're not thinking for yourself in all those regards. I mean, love is great, but yeah, those things are real. Yeah, and I th- I think about that a lot too because I'm I'm still not a citizen of the U.S. Um, but I am here legally, and <laughs> right, and sure, I know sure. <laughs> I know you were here. I know you were here legally too right. when you got married. So we'll throw that in there for anyone who might have doubts. <laughs> but um, it was like weird. I didn't have a U.S. bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I didn't until my husband and I opened one together. Um, and so my only U.S. bank account is joint with my husband. And um, I do have my Canadian bank account still. Um, and we refer to it as my bank account, which is kind of funny. Um, but then, yeah, like things like credit cards. You know, if you get married really young and you're not establishing yourself, you're not establishing your own personal credit yet, you need to go do that mm-hmm. because when you go to buy a house or you go to buy a car, they're going to look at both of your credits, um, especially for a house. You want to be on that mortgage. And yeah, you need to make sure that you know what's going on and that you personally have a good credit score because that's right. maybe your husband doesn't. <laughs> that's right. And you don't want to get stuck with bad credit in your relationship because you also don't have any credit. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like you need to be making those financial decisions for yourself as well. Yes. And I hate to say it, but just in case. Just <laughs> in case. <laughs> Both you and your spouse will want you to be aware of everything just as much as he is. Like my husband is definitely he wants me to know everything because like you're saying, what if something happens. We have a child and I have to take care of him. And what if I, I mean, and I know that women fall into those situations where they don't know how to take care of, all of a sudden, all the finances are Mm -hmm. all, all on them and they have to figure out insurances and credit cards and whatever debt there might be that they didn't even know about, all these things. Or on the positive side, investments. Like right. maybe they can't access the trust fund that their husband right. set up, right? I've seen that <laughs> working as an admin at an accounting firm. I've seen a wife come in after her husband has passed away and she could not access mm-hmm. the investments mm-hmm. that she had. So Dang. yeah, you need <laughs> like you need to be on top of it. <laughs> it's for your own good. Yeah. And I I like I said I have a, a family member and she was for a long time she was terrified of anything like that she was like oh it's too complicated I don't mm-hmm. want to get into it 
And I get it. It is. It can be intimidating. Again, as a person who comes from a different country, especially, it's like it. It is very overwhelming and intimidating and scary. But girl, you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. You gotta do it. You gotta. You gotta learn it and figure it out. Because it's a crazy world that we live in. Yeah. Okay. So, do finances bring you joy? <laughs> I feel like. We've been talking about finances. No, no, no. This is awesome. This is so great. Such a great conversation. And I totally agree with all of it. I think it's a really important conversation that we need to have as moms. And a lot of us listening are either small business owners or stay-at-home moms. Um, Some of us are going back to school. And yeah, like this is a really important conversation to have. But my next question, though, is what brings you joy as you, like, right. you know, what what brings you joy? Well, you know, it, it wouldn't be the top of my list, but yes, finances do bring me joy. And seeing my paycheck when it's a decent paycheck <laughs> brings me joy. Uh, oh my gosh, last year I struggled so much with it because I was trying to decide, what do I do? Do I f- go get a job? Do I um, go to school? And I was looking for jobs and nothing was coming along that I that I felt like was worth it because I would have to pay for daycare Mm -hmm. and it was all very discouraging I'm sure a lot of people listening have been there it's I mean it's a pain looking for jobs deciding what to do with your life it's a pain but yeah it's it definitely makes me excited. Like, mm. ooh, look, I got paid. <laughs> what do we do with it? <laughs> we can save up for something faster now. Isn't that nice? Yeah. But then um, I love dancing and I love cooking and I love, I mean, I haven't done it in a while, but like backpacking, hiking mountains. I love that kind of stuff. Just, I love it. The last time I hiked a big mountain was, as it turned out, I was pregnant. And we didn't know that I was pregnant. And I kept (laughs) asking for food. (laughs) And my husband kept saying, you gotta wait, we'll eat when we get to the top. (laughs) Little did he know, he was starving a pregnant woman. (laughs) Shame on you. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, that's... And I, as, I, as I'm saying these things, I don't get to do them as much as I used to when I was younger. And honestly, at this point, even if somebody was like, hey, I'll watch your child for a week, you can go dancing and backpacking, I'd probably be like, hmm, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because I also enjoy spending time with my child and seeing him grow and turn into this human who decides for himself. It's really crazy (laughs) it is really crazy when they hit like the two-year mark or like the probably more around 18 months and they really start making decisions and they're becoming decisive it's like who are you like you're this (laughs) tiny human who can make decisions and wants to but they're not always the best (laughs) (laughs) yep you gotta watch them that's for sure yeah so with backpacking um and hiking and things um is that something that you see in your future as your children grow up oh I hope so absolutely that's definitely my goal is to uh teach them that I mean so far I have one but 
I want to teach my children to appreciate nature and um, to appreciate, because I mean, it takes some it takes preparation and work to get out and go backpacking, and you gotta know how to organize your stuff, um, and you you want to be neat with your stuff when you're doing something like that. So I could, I would really want them to be excited about those things and not dread it. So I wouldn't want to force it on them, but hopefully yeah, teach them that this is a great experience and you're going to have so much fun and you're going to enjoy yourself and it's going to be worth it. Especially once you get to the top and you get to eat it, right? That's right. <laughs> when, when you're finally allowed to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, we did go camping. We braved it and took our two-year-olds camping for one night. <laughs> And oh yeah, what like how would you say you know would you recommend camping to uh, maybe other parents who are debating it? I would, but uh, I mean that's how I am. Mm-hmm. It was not probably the the best experience to some some people might say. I felt very very good about our camping night out. Our child didn't sleep for too long. He fell asleep <laughs> at 10 p.m. He woke up at. 5 a.m. <laughs> so that was rough, but I would still do it again, mm-hmm. again and again and again until he understands that, oh, we are doing this not because we're torturing <laughs> ourselves, <laughs> but because this is fun mm-hmm. and there's some magic about building a campfire and cooking food on it and then going on a walk and exploring what's around because i mean he was (laughs) probably an hour after we arrived at our campsite he started asking to go home (laughs) so we were like oh boy (laughs) and then once we finally came home (laughs) i kid you not he ran around our apartment yelling home home oh (laughs) he was so excited You have a home body on your hands. Oh my gosh. I blame my husband. Because <laughs> that's not me. I am all about adventure and traveling and experiencing everything. Yeah. I I mean, I would recommend camping too. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's initially, I mean, this was only the second time that my husband and I went camping um, with our two-year-old. And initially it was like, a lot of money to spend so be prepared and we're taking it back to the finances like make sure you know don't just go to rei and buy everything that looks cool (laughs) you know like watch your finances if camping is something that you want to do but i highly recommend it and especially depending on your child's temperament they'll probably do pretty well and it's just one night like you can or two nights maybe you can be flexible with bedtime and you'll survive. And I actually wonder if if we started this earlier, he would have been a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was COVID and we weren't doing anything at all, isolating for a long time. Um, and then, yeah, one thing or another, you just kind of, it was on the back burner for a very long time. But I'm glad that you guys came along and you were like, hey, we're doing this. <laughs> So I was like, yes, we're doing it with our friends. So. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is, like, find 
when you find someone else that you can go with and it's not just you and your husband and your baby (laughs) torturing each other for 24 hours um it was a lot more fun to go out and also be motivated Mm -hmm. to go out right like it's not just oh we're gonna go sleep in a tent with our toddler it's we're gonna go hang out with our friends by the fire and our toddler's gonna come along with us right right um yeah so it turned out really fun We're running out of time, so I have one last question for you. And I know this whole conversation has been full of advice. We've been, like, spewing. Right. Pretty much. (laughs) We've been spewing advice. But my last question is, what is something that maybe you've learned recently that you think would benefit other moms? I don't know. I don't know if... I I never feel like I'm the one to give other moms advice, to be honest. (laughs) And everybody's situation is different and cultures different and um your kid is different I have been trying to teach myself to and again because I'm not at home as much anymore because I work or I am at home but I'm completely focused on studying and I have been teaching myself to be less controlling and let go yeah, it's hard it's because for two years I was in charge of this human and I was in charge of his schedule. And yes, my husband knew the schedule, but I was still in charge of it. Mm. And now it's completely up to my, my dad who's helping me and my husband. Yeah, I'm teaching myself not to overreact if you know they did something that I wouldn't do. Maybe they took my baby to eat ice cream three days in a row. (laughs) And that's not something that I personally do with my baby. But I go, you know what? Let's not do it anymore. But I appreciate it. And I'm sure that you had fun. And as long as everybody's happy, that's all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I guess my most recent advice would be try and let go and trust your spouse and or whoever else is helping you in your household have some faith in them (laughs) (laughs) that's really great advice um i think we put a lot of burden on ourselves when we don't let go when we um when we micromanage everything um in our household and especially with our children and so um yeah thanks for sharing that i think that's fabulous advice to end off on um don't forget check out your finances (laughs) be involved and it is totally possible to do the things that you love um you might be compromising you might not be going backpacking you might be going camping instead um because you have to bring a lot more stuff for babies but um you can still do those things that you love so Thank you for coming on again. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I love this. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on new episodes on Instagram at She Has a Name Too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by Galia Hill. This episode was edited by Alex Williams. <laughs>